0: Yo, son! One F is life. It's not the one that should be underestimated. You know. It is. Like Godzilla, King Kong, Loch
1: Ness. We rap nerd now here, right? Like, I can tell you were a nerd. It's Pride all. And that's raw. Carhartt Girl. Speaking of sneaky big tits. Are you out there fucking? I'm doing that. <laughs> years ago, I bought a
0: millionaire This years ago, Years ago. Years ago. Years ago.
1: Cipher Sounds. Peter Rosenberg. One E P is life. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to One E P is Life. Um, guys, Cypher Sounds is under the weather today. If you are a patron, you probably already could guess that, um, seeing as he sounded pretty under the weather on the Patreon that we did on Thursday when I was in Boston. He did not sound great. Then again, with Seif, it's always a, you know, the man works so much and is moving around so much that I often think if I sounded like Seif right now, I would be laying down for the day. That's not really um, in Seif's DNA. So we are going to do today's show, minus Seif's sounds, but don't worry. Special guests such as Billy June will be on the show. Um, myself. Questions from the Discord. Maybe I'll feel like randomly calling someone during it. There's a lot to do. I am currently at the uh, summer residence out here on Long Island, sipping back on a Miller Lite. Miller is not the company that's uh, currently under attack. That would be Bud. Budweiser under attack because of their social media spot or or commercial using a trans uh, social media influencer. Mm. And I have to say, of all of these stupid things, I do not understand the idea of getting legitimately mad that they decided to use a trans person with lots of followers to be in a spot of sorts. And I don't know, Billy, have you followed this at all? Have you seen what the actual spot was at first by any chance? Do You have any idea?
2: I didn't actually see it. I just read the article and I saw the, uh, I saw the kid rock video.
1: Was it a, do you know if it was a commercial though, or just like a social media? I think they just
2: sent the person Bud Light to post. It wasn't even like a commercial. No, it wasn't even a commercial. I think it was like one of those, like, "Oh, here we're gifting you this."
1: Right, right. Post you, about it. Wow. If, if that's if see if you can find what the original thing is, that's okay. even crazier because the, the 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 insane maga lunatics took this as basically Bud endorsing. I uh, trans it was a rights. partnership. It was a pa- brand partnership. That's it.
2: This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever a can with my face on it.
1: Oh, so they made like a promotional thing. Yeah. And be- so, okay, so in some ways, it is celebrating the trans lifestyle, in that, did they do it because she's celebrating a year think, yeah. of being a woman? Okay. And or but by the way, it could also be coincidental. It could just be that she has mad followers and they sent it. And she's also happens to be celebrating it. How yeah. many
2: followers does she have? Oh, she damn. has 2 million followers. What's her name again? Dylan Mulvaney. And she has 10.8 million followers on TikTok.
1: She's an American actress, comedian, TikTok personality. She's known for detailing her gender transition and daily videos on TikTok since early 2022. Uh, in October 2022, she spoke with Joe Biden at the White House about transgender rights. As of April 2023, Melvin Tell me Fox, blah, blah, blah. So, so here's where you start getting into the nuts and bolts of what made the transphobes go crazy. She is mostly known for transitioning and being an outspoken trans person. On, on social media. On social media. Okay, so Bud says, you reach tons of people um well, you can with your face on it right we're gonna by the, way, it. the kind of crap that like i mean dude me me laura and ebro have random things you know boxes of pop tarts with oh, us oh, on I know. It. oh i know this is not an uncommon thing to do so they said we're gonna send you some bud with your face on it she posts it and then the right fringe right lunatics go insane and start shooting their budweiser and refusing to drink it. And now Bud is being left with like millions of extra cans and like at baseball stadiums, people aren't drinking the Bud. It's truly among the most insane things I've ever seen. Cause essentially all Bud was trying to do was like, you can draw a direct connection to her being trans, but really what they're doing is just giving someone of influence something cool. That's it. It's really not some sort of massive political statement. And God forbid they did say they support trans rights. What the people like that makes you not want to drink their beer, dude. These people.
2: But it's also funny because a lot of them don't realize that it's they're all. There's a lot of beers owned by the same company. Because mm-hmm. my friend Lordwise owns
1: tons of other of, of tons of other. They micro own breweries. Stella. They
2: own Corona. They own Beck's. I'm like looking it up now. But like Michelob, but like my friend Modelo. My friend. My friend works for. Uh, a baseball team mm-hmm. and he said like they they've been having to do two for one with buds because they're just, just trying to get, to get rid of the buds sold. that they have yeah because people just aren't buying them
1: but the funny part is they think this is all gonna but people are still
2: buying the same ones not knowing it's the same company
1: correct and so like the as, let me tell you something budweiser is going to be okay even if budweiser didn't have the other brands they would still survive this because of their budweiser particularly considering they have so many other brands you idiots don't even know you're buying their products i just like i can't wrap my head around it and then it, it, another thing that th- i thought about this week was uh i was at the uh, i stopped by the beach here on long island yesterday and in new york it was like probably a little too cool to get out there and sit on the beach and jump in the water but you know the beach was crowded with people just sitting around i'm not I'm not such a beach person that I need to go when, when water is not even in a possibility. So, like, I haven't really been on the beach. I've just kind of been hanging by at our place, which is by the beach, etc. But not surprisingly, when I went down to the beach yesterday on Long Island and took a look around, it didn't take very long for me to spot a nice, proud, high, waving, make America great again 2024 flag. Flying at the beach. A
2: 2024 one. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Yeah. You got to
1: be up. Now it's time. He's officially declared. It's crazy. What really struck me is like, I know obviously that A, on Long Island, there are a lot of people who feel that way. B, you probably couldn't go to a beach town in this country without seeing a lot of it. Like, I get that. Like, that's just kind of what beach towns are. Maybe you're not going to in like Montauk or Sag Harbor or like Bridgehampton. But for the most part, you're seeing it at at beach towns across this country. It's just everyone goes to the beach. It is what it is. But here's the part that struck me, Billy June. Not that people out here have those ideologies, because we know that you can look at the numbers and see in New York, even though we look at it as like, Wow. The Democrats crush in New York. I mean, that's still 40% that voted for Trump. Like they're there. That's wild. And then, and then, you know, a smaller percentage than that that's probably super hyper into it and has a bumper sticker, a shirt, a hat, whatever. But the thing that really stuck with me was what normal political movement or candidate makes people bring a flag. Among all the other crap, you have to bring to the beach. Like going to the beach <laughs> is a pain in the ass. You got to bring, you know. Hopefully, you got a wagon with stuff in it. You got chairs. You got to carry. You got food. You have kids. You have. Someone. Don't forget my flag. No, no. We got to bring the flag, and and Billy June <laughs> with that flag. We got to bring whatever it is that we're mounting the flag on and sticking into the ground. Oh yeah. So we could because it was high. It was like fifteen feet in the air. Oh shit! So like, I thought it was like a little. Oh no no! It wasn't like just above their head. It was up like they were like you know they're literally their flag was literally in the in the sand. I wow. mean, and so I'm just trying to think of like there is not a thing like progressives. There are progressives out there who who love Joe Biden. There are a lot more progressives out there probably who like Joe Biden and just hate the alternative. There are progressives out there who really do feel strongly about Black Lives Matter. I know many people, friends and family, um, myself included for a while at my apartment, who had a Black Lives Matter flag of some sort hanging at their house sign in their yard is very big. I don't know if you've seen those, Billy June, but in my parents' neighborhood, like, it's a big Where thing I grew that.
2: up, it's heavy.
1: It, it's heavy, like, it's heavy. it's a good, I mean, it's to me, it's a sign that you live in a good place. Um, you see these signs in people's yards that say "Black Lives Matter," particularly, of course, around 2020. And I do think it's important to note people are doing that, not even about specific. Uh, oh,
2: I meant the opposite where I grew up.
1: Oh, it's all oh
2: the opposite flags.
1: Oh and no. signs. you're talking about red signs.
2: Lots oh. of red signs.
1: What about and the blue? What about blue signs? But police signs. Oh, you're talking about well. What? What do you be specific? They're not listening to the podcast. Laga like,
2: signs and pro police signs.
1: And the pro police signs of the the thin blue That's where line That's I grew up. The thin blue line um bumper stickers. Yep. So yeah, in my parents' neighborhood, it's basically like the only the only sort of signs you see, and they're probably not as many now in 2023, but in 2020 and 2021, the Black Lives Matter, you know, um banners and like signs you stick in the ground with a lot of yards. Okay. Even the people who feel that way, including myself. I'm not bringing it to the beach. <laughs> like, no, like I get it. Okay. You have this thing. You feel really strongly about it. So you put it in your yard. I, okay. I mean, listen, it it takes a lot. Like it really took a lot. It took literally upheaval in our country and these dramatic, horrific videos of people under attack that I went, you know what? I need to show people that where I stand on this issue and I'm going to put it out my window. Okay. I'm going to take a sign to the beach and put it on a pole and 15 feet high (laughs) bro the only thing that could make someone want to bring a sign to the beach is hatred that's the only thing that could make you feel that strongly about an issue it's sad because there are a lot of issues about love that yes we care and we feel that way and we feel the love but not strong enough to bring it to the beach with us you need to Stick something in the ground, lug it to the beach and stick it, it into the ground to let everybody there know what side you're on. Yep. And it's not an economic issue and it's not some actual, and that's why I get frustrated when we say like, oh, don't talk about politics. It's not really a political conversation. Like I know there are going to be, but we're going to see comments this week in the discord. Oh, safe wasn't there. Rosenberg went on a political diatribe. It's not really political. honestly, I swear to you, I couldn't tell you a lot about what Donald Trump's politics are.
2: I don't really talk about politics and I'm not very into politics.
1: As much as you it might surprise our listeners, I'm not really either. Like I I know about it based on my upbringing and have like a general basis, you know, in it, like some basic general understanding and awareness of what's going on, but I'm no political expert. The reason this issue fascinates me and upsets me is cuz it's racism like it's just like why else in god's name you think i would actually bring a joe biden flag to the beach and when i tweeted about this i was like yo only maga people would bring a flag to the beach y'all are really weird someone (laughs) someone commented back something like oh like you wouldn't bring a joe biden beach sign i was like no (laughs) i wouldn't i wouldn't bring a flag for any of the things I'm passionate about I wouldn't bring a hot 97 flag a WWE flag a political flag I'm not bringing any of it to the beach I just you don't need a flag it's not part of what you need for the
2: beach I own a lot of weird things I'm a hoarder you know that never never a flag, a I've flag. never thought to myself oh I need that flag over there oh my god <laughs>
1: Now, I will say, I don't agree with all uh, my progressive friends. Listen, I understand why they do it, but I don't instantly make the association now with like an American flag is like practically seeing a Trump flag. There are a lot of people who feel that way. Like the second they see an American flag, they're like, oh, my God, it might as well be a Trump flag. And I know there are some people out there listening to me like, what are you talking about? And there are other people listening going, oh, yeah, that's how I feel. Here's the way I feel, though. If you like Trump and you wave an American flag and not a Trump flag, your decision to not be able to go that far, it's a telling and important decision. It, You know what I mean? Like, first of all, I refuse to give the flag to one group of people in the country. Like that's just fundamentally not how the country works. They don't get to have the flag just because most racist weirdos on Twitter love to have a profile with a flag in it or make the first word of their descriptor patriot. That doesn't make it true. They don't get to co-op the entire thing. So I don't do that. But yeah, like my niece and nephew one day, I came home wearing a BBC ice cream thing. That had a USA flag on it, and they were like, "Monko, my niece and nephew, you call me Monko." They're like, "Monko, why are you wearing an American flag?" I was like, "Well, it's just on the the thing that I'm wearing." They're like, "You don't want to wear that?" I was like, "I'm American, and it's Pharrell. Why? <laughs> who cares? Like, what, what? And like, and it's because of this association that they've learned that That's the only wild. people who have any interest in the flag are lunatics. But I, 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 I refuse to do that." Even even if, yes, am I the kind of person who waves American flags? No, I'm not. I I distinctly remember my my dad has an American flag and he would put it out on July 4th. He would hang it from the window on July 4th, which I thought was nice and fine. You know, whatever. Am I an everyday beach? Let me tell you something, Billy June at these beach towns. People have to wave the damn American flag out the window every day. I don't know what it is about going to a beach town where all of a sudden, I guess, you know what? Life is nicer by the beach. Maybe maybe it does make you f- feel a little more patriotic, but that was not what I even plan on talking about today, but it was something that I experienced yesterday and wanted to share with you. Uh, another thing that I paid attention to this weekend was Ice Spice on the Taylor Swift record. Did you see that?
2: I didn't see that she was on the record, but I saw that she last night or two nights ago was uh, at MetLife with her. which to me was pretty big. That was like a huge next level thing. Cause I just watched your, uh, I just watched your interview with Rory Uh and you guys were talking about how there's like no one that people are saying is like the next thing. And then the next day that happened and I was like, well, that means she's pretty much getting there right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, I would have already said even just during that conversation that I think that's a fair thing to say. Can you hear the song? Yeah. By the way, so I'm not a big Taylor Swift guy. Let me just say that right now. Like Taylor I'm Swift, not at all. Taylor Swift is fine. I do like her melodies, like right here, this part, the chorus is a, a fired melody to me. The words, I think, are stupid. The words of this song, I think, are ridiculous but i do think that particular chorus when she gets when she gets to the chorus i do feel the melody but the lyrics are just oof. karma is a cat purring in my lap because it loves me i don't i don't like her i'll be honest
0: your about oh, here's, here's, here's Ice Spice. And, and she bought a pop-up unannounced, and she never leaving you alone. Watch out, put your ops on the throne. Got you waving pretty white flags. Flags. For that cash, thinking you savior. Now you're switching up your behavior. It's okay, baby. You ain't got a worry, calm and never gets you.
1: Know, that It's be, it's Okay Baby is so rough. So I'm stopping it to say, we had a conversation on uh the morning show the other day about Ebro saying he was concerned about her taking this big a feature this fast. And I agreed 100%. I was like, I mean, listen, where do you go up from a Taylor Swift feature? You know, and Ice Spice has been big for what, six months, something like that. You know, if you've been following her since munch, then a year, something like that. But it's a huge, huge look to get is what are you going to do with it? I love Ice Spice and find her to be cool enough that as mainstream as she is and as for the kids as she is, I voluntarily listen to some Ice Spice songs. Like I really yeah. do. Yeah. I, I do you say you do or you too? No, I'm asking you do. Like I, I do. Like I enjoy I mean, it's not when I'm sitting there like, you know, wanting to hear hardcore hip hop, but when Natalie and I are like making dinner and want to throw on fun music, I will throw on Ice Spice records. And I played I played in Mood on the on my show when it came out, when the EP came out. Just really? I want to support a, you know, burgeoning New York artist. So, like, I think Ice Spice is cool as shit. I think her brand is friggin awesome. Uh, obviously, her music's produced by DJ Enough Sun. That's so crazy. There's a lot of things that, a lot of reasons I have to be rooting for Ice Spice. Okay? But this verse was a rough one.
0: Crazy, so I keep my head up, my brother up, I won't let her ever. Promise that you'll never endeavour with none lesser. Ever ever. I'll be dragging that wagon. Karma is a beauty, winning that pageant. It's karma, it's karma is my boyfriend. Now,
1: if you're listening, you're not seeing it, but we're we're showing the video. And in the video, I don't know if you notice Billy June when she's rapping, she looks uncomfortable. She doesn't have her normal swagger that she has in her videos. She has to do what she wants. Yeah, she has to do what Taylor and them think is right. She's following along. I'm sure the the size of the video, everything about it was probably completely overwhelming. Okay, you know, I don't know what she would say about it, but I have to imagine if you're Ice Spice and you've shot your videos mostly uptown in the street, like in the Bronx, like being a normal person just dancing, wearing jeans, and then in this, you have a whole everything is just Green a big deal. And- it's a lot going on. It's all green screen, basically. And she looks super uncomfortable when she's rapping. The verse stylistically is weird. The, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have any sort of flow to it whatsoever. It's not great. And then, Billy, keep watching. Then they keep her in the video and she looks so uncomfortable. Look.
0: In my hair on the weekend, relaxing thought.
1: At no point does she look like Ice Spice. I, I, tell me if you know what i mean she just never the maybe look it's in, ai the look <laughs> the look in her eyes and face is just not what you've gotten to know so far like it just doesn't look comfortable like keep going
0: me and karma like
1: now she's like connected to saturn <laughs> And I don't know this what's what, for me. What's Taylor connected to? But Earth, Jupiter? I don't know what it is. Hold on. You didn't even get to the awkward part. Hold on.
0: Ask me what I learned from all those years. Ask me what I learned from all those years. Ask me what so many things, but I'm still here. The thunder rattling your ground, karma's on your scent like a bounty hunter. And karma's gonna track you down step by step from town to town. Sweet like justice, karma is the queen. What? Oh,
1: there's there's ice spice in the clouds. Look, yeah. clouds made of ice spice. <laughs> I never noticed that before. She literally is in the clouds. Wow.
0: Karma takes all my friends to the sun, ma'am. Is- Facts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. That was really funny.
1: Yeah, she has a fax in the ad libs from Taylor. Right, Let me get it again.
0: Karma takes all my friends to the summit. Karma is the guy <laughs> on the screen. Coming straight home to me. It's queen
1: Now, here's the part where, to me, I hate the image they have here. I don't know who approved this. Her sitting there while Taylor is like the one rowing their boat and she's there almost looking like taylor Swift's like helper friend it's tell me if you know what i mean watch
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yo do you see how awkward that last lipstick yes. was
0: <laughs> no
2: face looks These like These are her. all mean. These This all looks very Like it's gonna be memes tomorrow
1: Yeah, like l- look how uncomfortable this is Oh is wow, a cup of find. coffee with a clock in Coma it Oh wow,
0: a cup of coffee with a clock in it like... Karma is my bestie.
1: Karma is my bestie. Big ad lib. Anyways, we're not going to play much more Taylor Swift today. I think that's it. But I don't know, I man. Do have, you what? I do have something to say though. Now, oh, you do? Hold there's on. There, all, there's
2: a whole thing like going full circle okay. for the past few weeks that we've been talking about. And now it kind of all just clicked with me while we were watching that video. It just so happens that. You sent me an article a few days ago. I did. Or, or you told me to look up an article okay. about, about a podcast and a, called the Adam Friedland show.
1: Oh yes, 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 I did.
2: And it is, it's a little strange that this article comes out two days ago or a few days ago, trying to get the lead singer of the 1975 canceled. Cause he made comments about ice spice on the podcast in February but it just so happens that it becomes a controversy two days before this Ice Spice Taylor Swift video no, think- comes out and he dates Taylor Swift.
1: I don't think it's a coincidence, though. I hate to ruin no, your I'm point. No, I'm not saying
2: it's a coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think it's just
1: a huge PR stunt. Which part of it? You mean like he just was the fact- on
2: the podcast in February? Right. No one noticed it until two days before this video comes out and song comes out and then they turn into a big thing and he dates her.
1: But if, but here's the thing. Here's where I'm going to push back against you. If you're Taylor Swift, if you're Team Taylor, why do they need that? Like, do they really need extra attention around this negative thing of her boyfriend seeming like a racist and a sexist? And by the way, as you dig down the rabbit hole of that dude, oh, he seems like a terrible guy.
2: I'm saying what I'm saying is like it just brings new people to go and watch that video.
1: But what I'm saying is they don't need new people. Dude, she just we, wants more headlines. I, I, I'm I'm sorry, Billy June. I want to take it just your...
2: feels very weird that it happens to blow up on the Internet like two days before this song comes out. But it was really in February and a month ago she started dating him like it just feels very like purposely turned into a big deal. Uh,
1: I hear you purposely. I just don't see. I, I mean, I, I wonder if it was out there at all before you know like a few months ago and then it just picked up and became a bigger deal again because- i don't i didn't read
2: about it in february i didn't even see it
0: um, but it's just but it
2: just seems strange that that's that two. it takes from february to now for it to hit headlines on the same day that or two days after this happens
1: i hear what you're saying i just don't think they would want it So if if someone was doing it, I see now on my YouTube uh, Ice Spice on Kai Sanat on his live stream. Can I tell you how much Billy June? I'm so old, dude. I don't even know who Kai Sanat is. Kai Sanat is a huge YouTube Twitch Twitch slash YouTuber. Oh, whose videos are really big? They all look like this. I'm getting old. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You're you're starting to get into the demo of wash too, and not to mention you're super old because you're into fucking stand up comedy. It's like a, it's like an ancient format at this point. This What's this not? is this yes it is. I think stand up's bigger than ever. Maybe so, but still, like the idea of stand up is doing really well, and it's translating well to social media. But being someone who's literally out in small comedy clubs every night, that is not typical of the. I
2: mean, I also work in.
1: I also work. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying yeah. you're removed from, you're not sitting home watching Twitch streams. And I don't think no, 16 no. year olds are going to the cellar. Like, it's, no. these are different worlds yeah, altogether. all together. Um, so, this is this dude who's huge who I only knew about like a month ago because of Complex or something.
0: I changed and now the I am up. If you can't make the mods, I did my thing. i in the building, Cleo in the building. Yo, so what y'all been up to though? Like? What y'all been up to? This is my first time. You are. Liking it? Working? You fuck with ATL? ATL cool. ATL cool. Okay. Okay. ATL cool. Okay. Okay. Well, like, okay. We rated from like one to ten, bro. And like, what, like? Okay, the food. I don't really know. I haven't. You haven't had. You you probably just haven't had soul food. Tell me that. You had soul food? No, I haven't had. She didn't. That's why we keep trying to tell her. She didn't really even get into the food yet. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. But I feel like New York got more options, though. Yeah. You feel you're what I'm saying? Like, food, like, so you got right. more options, though. That's that's yeah. how I'm. He's how on do. his phone. Way more different. Reading the Korean. comments. Yeah. I turned that in Haitian. Yeah. So you, you feel me? Mean, so I joined Young yeah, Boys yeah. Label oh, Discord oh, at yes, G- discord.gg/neverbrokenl. Co- oh, turn this off, Turn this off,
1: bro, bro. This cat is huge out here. How many
2: views does that have?
1: Two point seven million views of of a live stream that's an hour and two minutes long. And and by the way, all of his joints, all of his lives, how many subscribers, his his live channel has two and a half million subs. Holy shit. Only fans, girls. He literally just puts whoever on. They come to his house, which, by the way, that part I respect. There's Javante Davis. The boxer is on there that got half a million. Little Yachty plays unreleased music for Kaisenat. Um. But he's getting bigger and bigger people. To see. SZA or meeting what, SZA. She gave birth on my stream. He had a woman. She, he had Jesus old, Christ. Someone gave birth on his stream. Bro, this is this is where we are at. And I'm not even like hating on the kid. I'm not saying the kid's not talented. I'm not saying in another generation he wouldn't have been awesome doing something else. Yeah. What I'm saying is I don't relate to the no. medium and I'm never going to. And like I, I'm starting to accept that like I am going to probably be, for the most part, an old media guy. You know what I mean? And I mean shit, podcasts are probably already old media at this point. They're barely new media. The the new shit's really all this other shit. The Twitch live, YouTube live. Like that's all and whatever has TikTok, TikTok live now. TikTok, TikTok live. Instagram live. It's pretty wild. Let me just put a button on the app. Uh, I- Ice Spice conversation. I still love Ice Spice. I hope everything goes well for her. I thought Ebro's point that he made on the show about like, you got to watch out about having looks like this, this early was really a smart one. And in watching how she performs on the song, how she looks in terms of her discomfort in the video, I think who in the right mind could say we shouldn't do this, right? It would be very hard for someone on her team to be like, we're not ready yet. But I sort of feel like you might have wanted to be like, we're not ready yet. Like, yeah. let's let's get there. Now, can you tell Taylor Swift that? Like, can you say to Taylor Swift, no. like, dude, she loves you, but, like, we don't think that this is her time yet. Her team, who I've heard can be pretty tough, could could turn around to you and be like, really? It's not her time? Well, there's not going to be another fucking time. We want her on the song right fucking now. So then you have to decide, do you want to bet on yourself? And be like, I'm already blowing up so big, even if her team is acting that way. And I don't have any idea that's what happened. I'm just saying if it were to feel like you're pressured, if you bet on yourself, the pressure doesn't even matter if you get it right. Because even if at the time they say this is your last chance, it may turn out to not be your last chance if you blow up big enough. There's still people are you, you. You're still getting hotter and hotter and hotter. What you what you're always risking is. The moment of absolute crossover, like you can't get any bigger coming too soon. Like, you know, who has been a master of that. Drake is the ultimate master of I still don't even think he's hit that ultimate. Oh, my God, you can't get any bigger moment. I you don't think s- so. Well, I would I would want. I would wonder what it is. He never took a Bieber feature. I'm sure that conversation was... There was never a Bieber Drake, was there? I feel like there might have been. Let me see. I don't think there was. He did Rihanna records. He never did like a... a, I'm sure Drake has been offered the dumbest, biggest features ever. Oh, you know what the risky one? No, he's had
2: had two. What are they? The DJ Khaled song, Pop Star. (laughs)
1: Oh, pop star with and Cal. then
2: and then uh, that doesn't really count. And then right here. The
1: What's well, right here? Song. It's, it's a, a Bieber, Bieber song. song from what? 2012. From 2012. Hey, listen, either way, if we don't remember, it obviously didn't serve that purpose. So it, yeah. it did fine. And pop star is different. That's a later Bieber. And they're just on a Khaled sign together. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like the the, the the riskiest one Drake did was the Michael Jackson feature. When he put Michael on his album. Yeah. You love that song? Natalie loves that song. (laughs) Of course, I was like, this is the Michael. Anyways, I just think Drake's been a master at avoiding ever crossing too far over in that moment. And it's got it's got to be really hard. If you're managing someone like Ice Spice and she's going crazy. Here's the hard part, Billy June. Here's the hard part, Juan Eppers. Someone like Ice Spice, what's making her so hot is how authentically, like, regular she is. Yeah. So, like, yes, she looks, she doesn't look regular, right? Like, she's hot, and she's got this unique hair. She has a look that's clearly put together. But really what's connecting the most is the way that she talks and how she acts. And when you take that aggressive like Taylor Swift. I mean listen, the Nikki move was I uh, the Nikki feature was not my favorite thing already. I did not love that video with Nikki. I, it was well, That's pretty big video. too. And that was a pretty big deal too and like I thought that video was uh, it was okay. I, like I I again, I understand why you can't say no or maybe why you just straight up want to do it. I don't really envy the position of management here trying to figure out what to do. But anyways, uh, we wish I spiced the best. Speaking of Envy, oh, my God. Did you see any of the cringe shit this week with Envy and Rick Ross? I, th-
2: Yeah, Rick Ross. I thought it was someone else, too.
1: I only saw Envy and Rick Ross.
2: Saw so, uh, who was making fun of him?
1: Making fun. Gunplay. Of- well, my guess is that's Gunplay. You're saying making fun of Envy? Yeah, God, he was on Rick Ross's side. Video
2: leaked of Envy speaking on the phone with... Uh, him, he was ready to apologize for some of his past comments that gunplay obviously took to heart and he didn't want to hear it and continued to lash out. He said, Why are you talking
1: crazy? Billy, I have to tell you, you do a lot of things poorly, but the re- trying to read through a story is among the worst.
2: I shouldn't have, yeah,
1: whatever. So hold on, let's see. Hold on, here it is. I'm seeing something right here. I'll slap the shit out of you, gunplay. Really- oh, because he was saying
2: something about his baby who was sick.
1: So, real quick, before we play the gunplay thing, which I didn't know about, basically, Rick Ross and DJ Envy started having some back and forth about car shows. I don't know. Envy does a car show. Rick Ross does a car show. Who gives a shit? I love, you know, love Rosé. I'm not a car show guy. I don't understand the beef. It's great. Envy has tons of people come to his car shows. So does Rick Ross, blah, blah, blah. So, they start going back and forth. And Rick Ross says some shit to envy about your kids can come like take care of my house and be my pool boy (sighs) all this kind of shit and this is the only thing i really want to speak on and by the way i just want to say clearly to the Ep heads you guys have heard me talk a lot of shit about everyone from the breakfast club i never go after envy because he's a nice guy and we've never had anything but a nice enough and friendly enough relationship envy though dresses up as a cop as a corrections officer and, and goes in, like, doing a fake accent and, like, trying to make fun of Ross and be really funny. Yo, Billy, I have never seen someone step out of their lane It is so cringe watching Envy try to be that guy because, like, Envy's whole brand is that around someone like Charlemagne who does all these dickish things, Envy's the nice guy. Like, to me, that's what the whole brand is. is like, yeah. good DJ, loves music, is the straightforward guy, family guy, um, and when Charlemagne's a dick, Envy's cool. So him dressing up as a corrections officer and trying to be ultra funny felt like such an uncomfortable step. And this just popped up on my timeline. I'm like, all right, let me watch what this bullshit is. Anyway, so this now extra part, I have no idea what led to gunplay saying something to Envy, but now that Billy June, AKA, um, I'm trying to come up with some creative nickname for you as a, as a hip hop gossip blogger. Um, Just
2: because I found it on a, I saw it it it. online. That's right. I saw it
1: on Instagram too. All right, here we go. So this, this, well, listen, you know this is real story because you see what the the YouTube channel is. When you see it on The Real Real. Feel TV, you know it's real news, okay? By the way, they have 118,000 subscribers. I'm not laughing at you, okay? Yeah. Let's hear the gunplay thing. Here we go.
0: Gunplay. Yo. Yo, have you on the phone? Yo, envy. Play with what What's up, man? How's everything with you? I'm blessed beyond belief, man. Everything is good, man. Why you talking crazy, man? You talk crazy about-, about me, my brother. I, what I had to do with anything, man? And and, and my wife posting the GoFundMe, man. What that my 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 baby was sick, man. It was. She had a heart defect, my brother. Why, why? Why? has nothing to do with cars? You know I'll slap the no, shit out no, no. of you, I boy. I wasn't talking about your baby. No, nah, you was envy. I said. slapped the envy for real. Yeah. I see envy for real. You know I slap the shit out of you, right? For that, you know that, right? We ain't doing all that. No, 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 no. I'm no, no, no. I want to be clear. I want to be clear here. You know I would slap the shit out of you about that, right? And then we can fight, but that's not the reason I'm saying that. See, now nah, it ain't gonna be a fight. It ain't gonna be a fight. Let me finish. Nah, it ain't gonna be finish. a fight. Envy, it ain't gonna be a fight, dog. If I wanted to dis- I wasn't but to dis- you did, but you did. Why you why, why'd you bring me into that? that? I wasn't talking about why did you bring me into that, that Envy? And that so I'll, I'll be wrong. wrong, so I'll be wrong if I, I'll be wrong to handle my business then, right? But what's your business? I'm, I'm having a conversation with you. If you feel like you're disrespected, i disrespect it, don't talk to talking like a man. I'm like, nah, whatever. And if you feel I did, I apologize. That wasn't my intention. Well, I need a public apology because that my my wife, man, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife is my wife is affected by that. My my brother, we sat in that hospital for twenty for twenty eight days, homie. That shit was some real shit. That shit had nothing. It ain't even about the money. You know what I'm saying? My wife is in panic mode. My wife put that up, and this is what it is, and that's how she felt that she that she wanted to. She was in panic mode. I told her to chill, but it's cool. We did a GoFundMe. That ain't nothing. My brother, so don't 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 bring my child into this, my nigga, because then we gonna we gonna we gonna be having bad blood, dog. And if you felt that way, I apologize. That's what I was trying to do, and I fuck with you. So that's you what I'm that, saying. That, right? That, that, that's, said that's that I apologize. Thank you, and my brother. up. I,
1: will, I, have a- I mean, that's not a bad listen. Listen, listen, listen. Did Envy start talking a little high-pitched? Yeah, so would I if Gunplay was on the phone telling me he'd smack the shit out of me. Yeah. I think Envy handled that great. I, I'm I'm sorry. I, have, I take zero. I don't know if there's more to it than the two minutes we just heard, and I have no idea what, what Envy said in the original post. So, But in terms of just the piece we heard, you have Gunplay on the phone saying, you know I'll smack the shit out of you. I thought Envy actually handled that pretty well. But it does sum up the fact that I said he was stepping into a space that's not his own. That's how you end up getting involved in other extra shit you don't want to be a part of. Exactly. Because now you're stepping into like, now you're being the funny man shit talker about Rick Ross. Before you know it, you're, you're going into a space you really don't want to be in. But I didn't think that was that bad, all things considered.
2: I think it just came up because they're related and there's a
1: lot going on with his name. I saw an Ebro Twitter post, which is not something generally worth note, considering Ebro posts somewhere between three and four hundred times a day. But he posted something about it was the someone hit him up and said it was the five year anniversary of story of Adidon. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Time flies. You're having fun. huh? Does that sound right? May 2018?
2: I guess so. I remember what was the other one that he dropped? There was one more that he dropped push because I remember I went to governor's ball and Pusha T was performing and it was during all of it. And that was like mid June or first week of June. So it's close.
1: Well, either way, he posted something about that. And in Ebro fashion, uh, you know, someone sent it to him and he reposted it and then he added commentary to it. Which was, I mean, I gotta scroll back. Yeah, scrolling back through Ebro's timeline could take time.
2: Oh, I found it. Major L shifted the universe. Put yes, a ceiling yes, yes, yes. Okay, Drake's so what's
1: culture. the what's the what's the quote under that led to him? And now now I see there's a lot of follow ups of him cleaning up on some level.
2: He said, "Major L shifted the universe, put a ceiling on Drake's legend."
1: Yes. So okay, real quick, up north trips posted. Five years ago today, Pusha T released the story of Adidon. Ebra retweets it and writes, Major L shifted the universe, put a ceiling on Drake's legend. That tweet now has 1,400 retweets and nearly 5,000 likes, 562 comments. He's going to be in here in two weeks asking us, uh, me and and Laura and Shawnee, why does Drake not fuck with me? Do you realize that no matter what you write to follow that up, when you decide to put on Twitter so it just lives there, Major L shifted the universe. And a million
2: people probably already screenshot it, too. It's never a, going
1: away. Put a ceiling on Drake's legend. Like, uh, first of all, Major L, that would have been fine if he just said Major L shifted the universe how how did the universe shift like it was an amazing moment and it was great for push i would say shifted Push's universe Like you know what i'm saying like here's the thing here's what makes ebro's point on this wrong it was a huge win for push it wasn't that big an l for drake i'm just sorry it wasn't we're sitting here later how was it a big l for drake it, and then put isn't. a ceiling on his legend. I don't know. Did, now he's did, public with his son everywhere. Did did if anything it helped him? Yeah. yeah did it put a did it put a ceiling on Jay Z's legend
0: when 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 he lost with Ether? I, it doesn't make any sense.
1: I love Ebro man. He's people just tweet. People just tweet words. Now Ebro's a really good talker, so tomorrow I'm sure when I bring this up he'll talk his way out of it and make it sound like it's not that. Um someone said to him, "Did Ether put a ceiling on Hove's legend?" just curious. He wrote it did. No, no it didn't. A ceiling? You know what it is? Maybe it's just about maybe we're having an, an argument about the way you use words. Ceiling is not the word. Yeah. What is this? There's no ceiling to Jay's legend. There is none. And so far, there's no ceiling to Drake's either. Not at all.
2: You told me to look for some questions from the patrons. Oh, yes. What are we seeing? I found two that one relates to you and one is just a general one. One, the one for you is uh, how do you balance making your personal life public, but still having it private enough that you're not being harassed about your personal life? At least from the outside looking in lots of people have made their private life public, but I don't think you get enough for credit for how much you share without turning your life into an episode of the real husbands of hip hop l o oh. l are you able to explain that
1: who who is that gamecube dat dude oh I love gamecube that dude um well i I don't think I don't think people care about my life enough problem solved <laughs> i mean really i i think The only time I ever was really concerned about shit going too off the rails was when shit had went really left, and I didn't want it to publicly get out there because I knew something would – like, I knew that even though people didn't really care about my personal life, I did know they'd care if there was something really sort of negative. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So that was the only time I was super careful besides that. Otherwise, you know what do people really know? People really know I I listen, they know enough for me to be able to share what my life is like. I'm 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 comfortable saying that I'm in love with Natalie and that I love my dogs and that um I'm getting married and that I want to have children. Um you know, I had problems in the past. I was divorced. Don't know if you know that. Um <laughs> You know, and, and I have other more personal stuff that I want to get to around that stuff that I that I hope to do on a future podcast. But like, I just don't think that people care enough. I, I I really maybe it would be messy if like every time I did that, there were lots of articles about it or something. And every time I said like, like I've hinted on this podcast about being in 12 step and being in recovery and stuff. I've never gone into details on it, but I've said it to the audience. If you pay attention, you can hear it. I'm not lit enough for that to get written about. I mean, so I'm fine. If like if this podcast was hotter and people actually cared and someone was like, oh, the Rosenberg says blah, blah, blah. What happened? Maybe that would bother me. I think I'm at a really comfortable place of being cared about by the people who actually care, but I'm not really cared about by people who don't care. I get what you're saying. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There are other people who like people don't even care about them. But if something shitty happens or if they reveal something they care enough, I don't think I'm in that category. So, OK, um, although That's although it, we, I should I should say this before you get to the next question. What did you think of our guy Rory's baby rollout during his album? Rollout?
2: I honestly thought I was shocked, but also I was like, good for you. And he's very I- honest about it and like. Well, what's not to be honest about, though? No, no, no. I like that. He said he he, his whole reasoning why he didn't say anything.
1: Oh, because he didn't know what he was doing yet.
2: Yeah, I I respect the shit out of that.
1: Yeah, I think it was a I think it was a good. I think it was a good reason to not. I also think it was 100 percent tied into his album rollout. So the funny part to me is and Rory, I love you. I will say this directly to your face. I didn't say it during the interview because I'm not going to like bust his balls during the interview. He kept talking about like the thing, the line from "Story of Adidon."
0: Yeah,
1: about how Drake's kid only, you know, got an Adidas.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, what was it? An Adidas campaign or whatever. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, I would only be so lucky, bro. Your kid got an album rollout. Yeah. That is exactly. I mean, that the baby announce was the week of the album announce. Yeah, and I have to tell you, it was pretty smart. And Very you, and smart. you ha- and you were going to do it anyway because he hosts a podcast. So yeah. at some point, he had to. With the popularity of Rory and Maul, he would have to reveal it to make the podcast authentic. So why not do it around the uh the big album release?
2: Congrats on the baby and the album release. There you go. They're both Congrats
1: great. To, to young Rory. You don't know that his baby's great. You've spent no time with that baby. That baby no, could be I'm out here. I'm at that
2: album. I'm at the album.
1: The the, the baby could be out here attacking people. You don't even know. Yeah. No, I'm at the baby. It's a gorgeous child. All right, go ahead.
2: Nice. What do you guys think of the topic of AI robot rappers like their capital records just signed one?
1: I don't even know what that means. Whether they signed one. I've heard that was going to happen. I don't know what the fuck that means. You know what I mean? It's like a fake. It's like a it's like an online. They look
2: like a they look like a person. They rap like a person. They got signed to a record label.
0: I but mean, not
2: they don't exist. They're a robot, an AI created thing. It's weird.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's so stupid. I don't even know. Yo, I, I, so many people bring up the AI and music stuff to me, and I, I just all I can think about it is this is not the important thing about AI. Like this, the music part of AI, like it's gonna have some impact for a while, and people are gonna try to fuck around and do different things with it. Maybe someday someone will figure out a really cool thing to do with the technology. Like, let me put it this way. I think it could be cool to see the way Madlib would rap as another person, as Quasimodo, and put an effect on his voice.
2: They're already, yeah, they're do- You have you been seeing those? Not that specific one, but people are doing that now with like Biggie. Yeah,
1: yeah. But what I mean is not Biggie. Like, if you were able to though do duets with a character that you kind of create that's not real, that could be cool. Yeah, because that's essentially what already you were doing with someone like Quasimodo. But the idea of like all this concern around, you know, dead rappers getting features and people, I, I just like you guys are missing. I think with all due respect, people are really missing what's scary about AI. It's, it's not going to be fake rap features like there's there's a lot more going on than than the fake rap features. It can do your
2: job for you.
1: There you go. That's one, Billy. Changing Literally the ec- flipping the economy upside down and taking people's livelihoods. That would be one.
2: It's already doing it.
1: Um. All right. What else you got?
2: That was really the there weren't that many questions.
1: Um, OK, so, Billy, are you prepared to open up the discord this week to the public? I need to talk to John still. What, what is John going to do again? He's going to I.
2: he knows how to use discord really well, and I need him to make the private.
1: Well, can you do that between now and the podcast releasing tomorrow? Because I think this is the week till we go public.
2: I can, I can text him right as soon as we're done recording. Text
1: him right now. Do me a favor, Billy June. Text him right now instead because I will tell you I do not trust you when it comes to the I will have a conversation with so-and-so. That is the one, I'm not going to go full siphon on you, but that is the one thing I do not trust you on is I've been hearing about your roommate who's going to light our room for three years already. I don't know that he's even a real person.
2: He is. He's downstairs watching TV.
1: So ask him tomorrow if he wants to come with you and help you figure out lighting. Although tomorrow it's going to be bright. Actually, we could still use help probably. But yeah, uh, so if you're getting this, check the description of the podcast wherever you get the podcast. And if Billy was able to figure out with John how to go public with the Discord, I would like us to open the Discord this week. I think it's time for the One App community to kind of all come together as one thing. We are limiting our own growth and fun and good vibes, I think, by not allowing everyone to converse. And for the people who pay on Patreon, if John can set up a place for them specifically to be and they can have their own Patreon conversations and talk about Patreon things, that's dope. But why should the one-up Discord be limited to how many people are in the one-up Discord right now? How many even exist of our 700-some patrons? That's the question. Like 375? So like half of the people who sign up for Patreon. Yeah. And and Billy Jean, are we working on giving people a... um? Like a 10-day demo of Patreon as well? A seven-day free trial, yeah. Seven-day free trial. And if they get the free trial once we set that up, that would allow them to check out everything that exists on Patreon? For seven days. You know what's pretty dope about that, though? In terms of trying to win over new patrons? You got a shit ton to listen to. I was going to say, at this point, it's not just that you're getting weekly. It's that how many back episodes of Patreon do we have now? Like 100? 100. You can unlock a lot. Let's see what it says. 159 posts. So some of, some of those won't be episodes. Some of the a few of those will be videos or like some of a, them are like
2: announcements.
1: Yeah, but let's say out of the 159 Jean, let's just call it safe. Let's say 120 of them are episodes. Yeah, that's probably that's safe, right? That's a lot yeah. of content. So that's patreon.com slash one app is life. Now, assuming SIFE is fully better by tomorrow. We are recording an episode that everyone's gonna be very excited about for next week. Here's the hint I'll give you it's someone who has been on one app before but who has stories for days and weeks and months and years and you will want more from you think that's a safe way to describe this person Billy
2: one thousand percent
1: He's done two or three episodes with us in the past and another one is needed so inshallah, we will knock that out tomorrow and that's what you'll get next week but for now. Go check the, the listing wherever you got. So here's what I want, Billy June. Here's the one that's important, though. We want to put the Discord invite for people in places where true one Ep fans will find it. So like in the description of this episode. We can do that. You know what I mean? Or in our bio on the one Ep is Life IG. The link tree. The link tree, things like that. We we really don't. What I don't want to do is just like tweet it, put it in a YouTube video. I want it to be found by the people who actually we want to be participating yeah. in the Discord. So, um, we'll look look in the description on Spotify or on the podcast app on Apple wherever, and uh, if it's up there, come join the Discord. If not, we'll figure it out for next week. But hopefully, we do. Um, there was some other stuff I wanted to get to today. Oh no, Drake, Ice Spice. Uh, flags on the beach. We also up- also you went to the
2: Celtics game after you talked about it on Patreon.
1: Oh yeah, we we went to the I went to the Celtics game. It was incredible. And then like somehow my game was retroactively made even better by how iconic the next game was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? One thousand percent. I Tonight's- had a gr- I had a great experience that was made better. And if they win tonight, then it makes my going it goes even up another faster. level. It's going to be crazy. It'll be. I'm hard. excited to watch. I, I, Billy, I wonder. Uh, I wonder how much tickets are. I'm going to look right now. How You're much like, do you think you tickets leave are right now? I wonder how much tickets are to sit in the area where I sat for the last
0: game. Let's see. I'm looking right now. Home game four, C tickets. Here we go.
1: All right, I'm looking for my section. I was loge eleven.
2: The lowest price ticket on Ticketmaster is $650 for tonight. 650 On Ticketmaster resale.
1: Where's that? Where's 650 get you?
2: Balcony 326, row 10.
1: All right. In loge. Okay. Okay. Row 16. So five rows behind me. Okay. the res- the resales are $5,499. Holy shit. A few rows in front of me are 7,000. That's for resales. That's wild. And I see now if you wanted to go sit in the third row, 10,000, row B, VIP 11, row B, 10,000 a ticket. That's insane anyways by the time you're hearing this they either won or they lost i'm really hopeful that they uh, won we appreciate you guys uh Seif, get better shouts to emilio and of course go look for the link in the description billy june thank you you're a great guy and we'll do it again next week
2: see you guys oh wow join the patreon oh rate subscribe and review and share. oh
1: billy's getting all the stuff in
2: with everybody wow tell all your friends
1: keep going listen to this guy
2: I think I'm done.